Hello, and welcome to episode 37 of the Metal Chat Podcast. My name is Melissa, and I'm coming to you from Boston, Massachusetts. Unfortunately, I am not here with my trusty co-host, although she is here in spirit and in the living room in a box. Before we get started on this episode, I would be remiss not to mention about the loss of a giant in the metal community yesterday, Steve Grimmett of Grim Reaper passed away at the age of 62. This is an old school band that I go way back with and that many of our contemporaries looked up to and were influenced by. So rest in peace, Steve. This episode that I did was sort of just a get together with some friends to speculate about future Iron Maiden tours. There's been a lot of chatter on the web and on the FC forum regarding this. My friend Ralph, a contributor of this podcast, sent me a clip from a YouTube channel called Cap'n Harris, where they speculate about what's going to be going on in future Iron Maiden tours. There's two episodes. It's on YouTube. I highly recommend that you watch it. The young lady, her name is Steph. She also has a blog on WordPress. There's a link in the description on the YouTube channel that you can just click and follow it. I enlisted my friend Ralph from Long Island, Eric from Maiden A to Z, and Fergal from Feckin' Metal. And we had a lovely chat talking about all things Iron Maiden, which is always fun. But before we get started, as always, I want to reach out and thank everyone for the continued support, especially during the last month, which was a little bit difficult. I really appreciate it. And with that, we are on to episode 37, Iron Maiden Speculation. This is a, an impromptu episode that I am doing with friends of mine. We have Eric from Maiden A to Z, and we have Ralph from Long Island, New York, who is my sometimes co-host. He's been on the show a few times now. Welcome to the show, guys. I wanted to jump on and talk about there's been these swirling rumors about what's coming up next for Iron Maiden. A little bit of a backstory. Ralph sent me this, this video from this YouTube channel called Cap and Harris. It's mm-hmm. it's a couple, uh, uh, I don't know if they're a couple, but a woman and a man. They were speculating about what was coming up next for Iron Maiden. Welcome to the show. Eric, you want to, or not Eric? Well, well, you know, we'll go with Ralph first because Ralph yeah, sent yeah, the video. Yeah. Ralph. Well, um, I, I got that um from our, other, our blood brothers from uh, Norway and, and Scotland, the guys that we hung out with at Download. They sent it to me and like, what are your thoughts? And uh, as soon as I saw it, I was like, really really excited because you know that 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 tour had so many different like little nuances and they just never recorded it you know i said i have two bootleg videos uh, one from uh rpi Fieldhouse in troy new york and i got a paris show on dvd but um it's nothing like being there with the jacket and the spaceship mm. you know coming down and stuff so if that's the case and then with the possibility of hearing alexander the great then you know that's a no-brainer and that's gonna be amazing so so all this speculation has come about because and this is one of the reasons why i wanted Fergal on the show because he was at Copenhagen because one of the um, shows where Bruce makes mention of this, some see you somewhere back in tour, see you somewhere back in time. <clears throat> yeah, he did yeah. it, I think, in Lisbon and he did it at Copenhagen mm. in Denmark. And so uh, everybody's FC's all a flutter about this. 
And then there's been a few other different, I don't know what you call them, nuggets or whatever. And we know mm-hmm. that Iron Maiden likes to, you know, they did this whole yeah, thing with yeah. Belshazzar's Feast. They love to tease us. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Uh, they love to get us all riled up. And we're easily teased, by the way. So, you know, we are, right? Right? Yeah. Go, right? <laughs> so they had one of the other quote unquote clues was that they had this advertisement that they did for the Day of the Dead beer that they do they do the trooper day of the dead beer and they do that every year they have a different eddie and this eddie is the stranger in a strange land eddie and well, they i'm sorry no sorry i, I, no, I just I, I totally missed that. I, that that's that's really cool yeah that was in the second video i think right melissa yes and she also has a blog and then there's also that and i had noticed this as well but i didn't notice I didn't pay much attention to it at first until it was pointed out to me, but they did that advertisement that they did for the, um, the new t-shirts yes. and they use the, yeah. the somewhere in time font. So what it's supposedly you- like a constellation to the similar right. constellation, you know, in the wasted years uh, promo saying, you know, on the shirt. So what do you guys think? You guys think that they're just fucking with us or <laughs> do you think there's something to it? I think I think that they've they really enjoyed the rollout they did with uh, writing in the wall and Belsazar's feast and all that, and they've had. I think this is also at this point they obviously know what they're going to be doing, uh, you know, at least a year or two in advance. So right. they've they've had time to plan for this, and uh, no, there's no way this is just this is just sort of them messing around with us. I think this is ho- hopefully a full on you know you know somewhere in somewhere in time tour revival kind of situation because as you know as, as we mentioned or as ralph mentioned you know there, there's no proper recording of this and uh you know i do know they regret that and not recording right it, and know, rod, rod school would always said he regretted not doing that he just yeah. didn't think at in the time 86 it, was, it wasn't necessary but maybe but, that's maybe maybe that's for the because now because you know they did, they did, <laughs> there were some technical problems then but that's stuff they can easily do now uh you know make they can probably improve on that so i'm, I'm hoping that's what's going to happen because that'd be so cool to see that well, you know, there won't be any inflatables because, you know, technology has gone yeah. beyond inflatables. Here's the thing. So, I mean, I feel bad for them because I think that they they probably planned five years out, right? Yeah. And then this pandemic just threw everything, yeah. in, a wrench in everything. Mm-hmm. And so they've had to like, like, I don't think, so R- Eric just went and saw them in Gothenburg. Yeah. Ralph and I saw them in Belfast, in the UK, in Belfast and at Download. So we all three have seen the show, the, yeah. the new the new legacy show. It's like, I don't think that they had planned on continuing the legacy of the beast. I think that maybe this was supposed to be more of a Senjutsu. Yeah, they, I, I would I would Definitely. assume they wanted to do a full Senjutsu tour. But I think just the pandemic and the, and the two years that we lost, I think that they just kind of fitted in, you know, tried to make up some shows and and fit in some Senjutsu stuff. So I don't know. So. If they do it like a somewhere back in time tour, which they kind of sort of did in what, 2008? That's what they called it. Yeah. But it, that, yeah. Was, that was more of a. It was definitely more Plower Slave. I mean, if yeah. you saw the tour, I saw the tour. Did yeah. you see that? You saw the tour, Ralph? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, we, we've never, they've never, re, you know, they, the only song they ever bring back is Wasted Years. So we've never seen Sea of Madness. We haven't seen Court. I would love to see them open it up with Court somewhere in time. Oh, I again. love that song. Um, I would love to see Stranger in a Strange Land. Me too. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I, I was always big Sea of Madness fan. And, and you know, then again, you know, it always, always comes back to Alexander the Great. So if we could get those four with, with the spaceship and the neon and, you know, Bruce wearing the 40 pound jacket, that would be, <laughs> be, be amazing. I mean, you think they could just, they could probably, I mean, they've kind of, 
they kind of did on this tour, they kind of split it, right? So the first three songs, yeah. they have the backdrop, they have Samurai Eddie comes out. Spoiler alert for anybody who doesn't already know, but I'm, I'm guessing everybody knows. They probably know at this point. Right? They so it, if they're listening to this, they should know. Right. So it becomes that, that's that. And then it flips over <clears throat> and becomes Legacy of the Beast. So in a way, they, in a could way, they do like, like a half and half? Could they do like a, like a half and half? They could do a half Sinjutsu and then a half somewhere in time? I mean, I wouldn't, I would like to see them bring back some obscure stuff. Well, yeah. you know, I, like, I you, know, too. you know, Bruce always says he loves uh, Total Eclipse. All right, we'll bring it back. You know, yeah. um, I would love to see Infinite Dreams again. And I would love to see um, Still Life possibly, you know, like something like that. And if, you, if you're if you going to do something like Court Somewhere in Time, maybe you throw a little Still Life, Infinite Dreams in or something, you know, that would just, yeah. you know, something, something rare. If you're going to do Alexander, maybe you do an, an Invaders. I don't know. If, you know, he could sing that anymore, but something that they've never played before. So Fergal has joined us. Welcome, Ber Fergal. I, I wasn't sure if you were seeing me on the screen there. Or not. I did. I, I, I didn't see you at you first, but then I, because I was right, okay. mesmerized. I was mesmerized looking at Ralph while he was talking. My bald head. My bald yeah, head nice to meet you, Ralph. Yes. Hey, so how are you? you guys were supposed to meet in Belfast, but that didn't happen. That's a shame. Sorry, I have heard your voice on Melissa's podcast before, though. Oh. Yeah, so it sounds familiar. Well, uh, you yeah, sorry about all that messing around. I um I had to use a different room in the house because it's obviously so late at night. So um I share a bedroom wall with my housemate. So mm -hmm. the walls are paper thin, so I can't really record in there. So I had to use my old laptop, which is a piece of shit and I haven't turned on in months. So apologies about that. And everything I tried to plug into it, tried to install like the headsets and the mics. And this is a new mic. Uh, so sorry about all that. Ah, you're nope. here, man. That's all that counts. No problem. We're glad we're glad that you've joined us. We were saying that you were at Copenhagen. So when mm -hmm. you were at Copenhagen. Because one of the concerts in question, I guess, is that at the end of Copenhagen, he says, Bruce says, I'll see, we'll see you somewhere back in tour. Do you recall okay. that? No, I do not recall that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I do remember the show and the end of the show, but I don't remember Bruce's comments at the end of the show. Uh, one thing that always comes back to me about the Somewhere in Time thing is I saw Bruce's spoken word tour in December 2019, obviously just before COVID. And one of the questions was very simply, will Iron Maiden ever perform Alexander the Great live? And his simple answer was yes. He didn't say anything else, no messing around, no joking and whatever. He just said yes. So to me, it was such a wow. distinct answer um, that it seems to me like it would have been in their plans at some point. Maybe those plans were delayed and messed around with COVID and Sun Jutsu coming out when it shouldn't have come out. But I think maybe they were always planning to do something like that. And that's why he just said it as bluntly as he did. So I always come back to that because he's given kind of jokey answers about other things in the past, but to just give such a straight answer always let, hope, made me hope that uh, they were planning it at some stage. So I wouldn't be surprised if we got something to do it somewhere in time. And Nico has, has been um, yep. out front saying that he would like to play that song as well. So, you know, you know two, out of, two out of six. Well, yeah. he, play, right, he plays it with his Oh, like, yeah. Nico well, plays well, it anymore. with his band. <laughs> Steve put that, put, put, squashed that one. Yeah. Well, and maybe he squashed it because they're planning yeah. on doing it. Yeah. Because I think if they weren't planning on doing it, what would he, why would he yep. care? Yeah. Yep. I could but see them doing, them, yeah. I was going to say, I could see them doing a small thing where they do the Senjutsu tour, like they discussed, where they do small arenas. But then their big show, maybe for next summer into next autumn, could be a similar type of thing, the Legacy of the Beast, but based on somewhere in time. Yeah. I was going to say this because, you know, obviously we know they're playing Wacken, Wacken. Whoever, whoever wants to pronounce that. Um, 
so obviously that's happening and i can't imagine that's the only you know show they're going to be doing uh yeah this summer so they obviously okay. have some plan it, it can't be another leg of just legacy like part no. of fucking seven right. No, I mean, the only time I think they could get away with doing another leg of legacy is if they go down under, right? Because those people have never, sadly, yeah. never got to see the, the Legacy of the Beast tour. Yeah. Mm. But on the same token, by the same token, I can see them doing the full album uh, start to finish at a festival like that. No. I don't think it would go no. down very well. No, I don't think so either. No, I mean, I, like I said, maybe they can split it and do like some uh, Sinjitsu. Like, you know, they have the three parts, right? When we, yeah. you know, they have like, so they do like a Sinjitsu, they do a somewhere in time, and then they do the hits. Mm. But they did promise us the full album, and they're not like Judas Priest, where they promised us Nostradamus and didn't deliver it. I don't, well, don't recall Iron Maiden ever promising. I think they would have delivered it if people had been interested. Yeah. Nobody wanted to hear Nostradamus. Let's, I know. did. I did too. I would have, I would have enjoyed it because I would like to see a full album. You know, I like yeah. to see that whole thing unfold. But I think that, the reason why they didn't do Nostradamus was because people were not people were lukewarm about the album in the states that that album didn't fare well at all. So I mean, fair enough. But my main yeah. point was Iron Maiden aren't in the business of promising things that they don't deliver on. Yeah, maybe sometimes, true. maybe that original video game Melt that was supposed to come out that never came out, and a couple of things like that. But there's not too many examples I could think of. Whereas with Judas Priest, I wouldn't have to think very hard at all. I can think of many things they've said. That they were going to do, for example, retire, and uh, they didn't. So, <laughs> yeah. But I think Iron Maiden are kind of a band of their word, and if they let something out into the media, which is a carefully curated kind of little tidbits of information that you get, yeah. uh, and like you know, you hear Bruce saying, "Oh, Rod will kill me if I say anything," etc. So I think when they do say things, that they generally tend to deliver on them, or at least they plan to. Yeah. And it, like they can do whatever they want now, so I'd be surprised if they didn't deliver on what they've said they will. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I do too. It's interesting. So, I was looking at the the somewhere on tour set list from you know back when it was done the first time around, and that set list is kind of similar in a way, in some ways, to the somewhere back in time tour we got in two thousand eight. So they probably wouldn't be doing that set list, you know, the wow. the uh, eighty five set list right out, you know, because they've already sort of you know they kind of mm-hmm. did that fairly recently. So that leads me to believe that maybe you know, there's a chance they might throw some newer stuff in or some some odd you know so some of the deep cuts and of course also they never they never they, they didn't play on Zander the great back then yeah because they, they, no, they did so yeah they, they, they put Ryman and Mariner in in the set list which yeah. you know I didn't think it went over it was great you know I love the song but I don't think it went over well with that stage set no yeah, you know, so yeah. that was a perfect time to put put that in but they I guess they wanted to keep riding high with Ryman and Mariner I mean if they do the um I think if they do this some so so let's say they do this somewhere back in time tour so what are they opening with? Are they going to open with the Sinjitsu or you think they're no, going to like... No, they have to no, do Caught Somewhere caught somewhere in Time. Yeah. I would be ma- major, majorly disappointed if they didn't. You know, have the spaceship, the, the, the backdrop, the town, you know, the Blade Runner theme, have that whole thing. And they, they have can to do it so much theme, better yeah. now. You know, they have, they have the Spitfire. They could come down with like a, some sort of spaceship and something. They, they could definitely nail it, knock it out of the park, I think. Yeah, it has to, the Blade Runner theme has to be yeah. there, I feel. With the theme, everything, yeah. I yeah. don't think we're getting them both as part of one tour, so I don't know. I don't. I can't see them. They're so completely different, like the Space Blade Runner team and the the Ninja Warrior or whatever, the Japanese Warrior team. Like, it's just yeah. the, the two are not good bedfellows. I don't think they could 
be part of the same show. Like I just can't see it. it. They, they, would, they would kind of clash theme what theme. Sorry, I samurai I meant to say rather than ninja there. Apologies. <laughs> Apologies to all samurais and ninjas out there who are deeply offended. Like you know, <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna do the impression I was about to do. Let us move on. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I guess they could do like a I mean, how many listen, how many tours do you think they have in them though? That's the other see That's I'm wondering if like they had you know, obviously they've had to rework some shit, but let's be realistic about how many tours they have in them. Mm. Well, what, what, what do you guys think of something like um, if they do somewhere back in time and kind of like a, a tour similar to Dance of Death where they didn't play that many shows or, or do Sinjitsu like that? You do a couple, of, a couple on in North America, a couple in Europe. You know, keep it yeah. to maybe 20 shows. They could do the Sinjitsu, get that out of their system and then come back with a, a big, uh, you know, because, we, you know, they do have that track record of having a short tour like Dance of Death. Yeah. So maybe they could bring right. that back with, with Sinjitsu. And they have the track record of doing the album tour mm-hmm. and then the and yeah. then doing the greatest hits Nostalgia. tour, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Nostalgia it, tour. Exactly. Because 2003 had Give Me Ed Till I'm Dead and then a couple of months off, then Dance of Death. Uh, short tour went into 2004 and in 2005 they were doing a Nostalgia tour again with the Eddie rips up Europe or Eddie rips up the world. Um, so they could, they've done that. Like Ralph said, they could do it again. They could do it all contained within one year, probably. I think yeah. that um, yeah. as far as massive world tours, like legacy turned out to be, because they're doing a, this, this 2022 run is a, is a, is a pretty long trek for them right. these days. I feel So I feel like maybe there's something this size, we probably don't have more than I'm going to, I'm, I'm being optimistic. Maybe like, Something of this size, maybe not more than like four or five max, I'd say, left because that's. But again, I don't, that doesn't mean there could be more tours. Just that, like for like like we like you like we just said, like shorter runs or like. Mm. Um, I don't see them doing the shinjutsu on festival in fest, during festival no. season because again, it's not going to go over well. Um, no, there's some festivals they just want to see the show. You know, the greatest hit, not greatest yeah. hits, but you know what I mean. They don't. They don't want to see that. They're not going to. Because I, I don't mean, think they don't they didn't do they did because when they did like matter of life and death they didn't do that in the festivals did they I mean I saw no, no, that's, no. that's what I was saying no. they, yeah. they, they did a, they did a sort of abbreviated version of that yeah by the time it got to festivals they were doing a matter of the beast which is half a matter of life and death and half number of the beast and then some other songs that's what I'm thinking that they might do this time is like a sinjutsu yeah. half sinjutsu oh. half. Like a, yeah, but they did the it. full matter of life and death first before they started. I know, I saw. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry for the listener. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, maybe that's. A, I mean, I, obviously, but here's the thing: because I, I don't picture them doing anything. I mean, they're going to be touring Legacy up until late October this, you know, this right. year, and then we have. Uh, apparently there's going to be some gigs next, next summer. So possibly it might be sort of the reverse order. So you get the somewhere back in time or somewhere back in tour situation happening next summer. And then maybe next fall or, you know, or fall 2023, maybe then we get the sort of indoor, shorter indoor Sanjutsu run. Because I, I think they're going to do something with that. I think they're, they're proud mm-hmm. enough of that album. They're just going to yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it, was, it was in the can for so long. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, they were itching. To answer your question, Melissa, that you asked, how many tours do you think they have left in them? I think two is probably the realistic answer. Yeah, the I, yeah I'm not tour, three. And then the somewhere on tour, somewhere on tour can go on for as as how long as they want to play for. If it's three years, if it's two, if it's one, that can go on to infinity. But 
they're not going to finish up on Senjutsu, I don't think. No. Uh, and then I think the next one they do might be the last, but it could, do, could happen for three years, like like the Legacy of the Beast did. Yeah, I think, I mean, we have to be realistic about the fact that you know, Nico's already 70. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to sort of, you know, traveling is a, is a you know, it's, it's a bitch and, you know, and then playing and everything, it's a lot. So, I mean, I'm I'm wondering as well how long they really, they realistically have left, sadly. Depends as well if they're going to replace people. Are they going to replace people at this late stage? Yeah. I kind of made a fool of myself speculating about that on Maiden A to Z uh, last year and nothing that didn't come true. No, I don't think, I, I think this is the, this is the group of guys. That's it. Yeah. I can't so think that even if Nico uh, says, uh, I can't do this anymore, then I'll throw uh, Joe Lazarus in. Uh, that's a tough one because well, I mean he's kind of waiting in the rings. He's been groomed. He's been groomed. Who who are you talking about? Joe Lazarus. You know he's been he's been groomed, right? We all know that. That's his. That's his Steve's nephew. Nephew, nephew yeah. right? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think if if they if you are gonna replace someone, it's it's him or, or Yannick, I guess. But like, I don't know. Exactly. You know, maybe, maybe that's a tough one though. Yeah, because I I think that it seems like the only I don't want to say weak link because that's not the right word, but is Nico because he's much older than everybody else. He has spoken about the fact that, you know, Mm -hmm. drumming has been causing wear and tear on his body. Mm. I'm not a musician. I don't play one on TV. I don't know if it's (laughs) more strenuous to be a drummer than a guitarist, but I'm going to kind of guess that maybe it is. I think to a certain extent when you get over a certain age, then it's all kind of going to be a bit rough. Uh, But I I imagine being a drummer is, is, is harder than, you know, it, it might be a bit harder than, you know, uh, I think I think maybe like you know Nick Nico has a, has a slightly more difficult job every night than say Yannick does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, not, 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 I'm not taking sort of you know mm-hmm. I don't I don't mean skill wise. I'm, I'm I'm a Yannick fan. I'm just saying that I think that you know what he's doing uh, is, is is requires stamina. You know, sort of like it's endurance. You know, test. Right. You know? That, that, yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's what cardio, I'm saying. You know, it's yeah. an hour and fifty minutes every single night, of yeah. nonstop. Yeah, I mean, he's and you know just... when he, and when he wants to keep get going, he gets going, and they they play those songs a lot faster. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. they're like, oh, sometimes too fast. Go. Yeah, yep. Nico, come on, man, slow it down. Yeah, slow it down. I that's the thing about like if they're gonna do um Alexander the Great, I don't want them to do Alexander the Great like they've done Rhyme and the Ancient Mariner because they do it too fast. Like. Yeah, I mean, if I bet... you're gonna do it, just do it, do it yeah. right. That's let gonna it, be a night to night basis. Let it breathe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, there'll be people that go get a beer, not us, but there'll be other people that just yeah. like the rhyme people and the you know the rhyme people that went and got beers or whatever that were bored. I could see that if if um like I said, like Nico being the sort of oldest guy in the band, that if they did come to a sort of point where they wanted to uh, keep going and he couldn't go, you know, and they when well, they bring in say Joe Lazarus, I imagine that I, I don't imagine Joe Lazarus would be sort of a, a member of the band per se. I think he'd do no, he'd be like stuff. a Hired gun, yeah. yeah. And then I, I think that if if they did record new studio stuff, they'd figure out a way to make to work around Nico so he could be in there. Doing it. I, I don't think they'd switch. It. I don't. I don't see us getting any new band members. Like no, that. I don't. I don't see Lazarus, you know, <clears throat> doing any recordings with them or whatever. I'm really s- seriously just th- talking about him going out on the road, being a touring member. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I, 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 exactly. I think we're, I think we're going to get. I think we're. I think the band will likely exist beyond the point when they can't tour anymore i think i think that there's i think there's definitely a situation where they would want to, want to keep making music and they couldn't get necessary tour because you know you get to a certain point and it's gonna you know just, 
I mean, you know, yeah, so sure, you know, Nick was the oldest. The other guys aren't, you know, teenagers. No, nobody, so nobody, either. nobody's a spring chicken. Nobody. Yeah. I mean, our friend Bruce just had a birthday, right? Uh, the seventh, 64. and he was sixty-four. So mm. I mean, you know, he's, you know, he's no spring chicken either, and he's the baby. He's the baby of the band, okay. you know. Um, but Eric, like, what do you think might be a reason they couldn't tour anymore, other than Nico? What would be another reason they couldn't tour anymore? I mean, it could also just be the fact that you know, like, it could. Um, Versus, you know, at some point, I imagine that doing, they'd have to have, you know, uh, a long, a longer sort of recuperation time between shows, just for them also recuperate. After a certain point, maybe it wouldn't be, you know, they, they couldn't really make any money off it. I imagine after a while, it wouldn't be, they'd be losing money. That could be a thing, or just also maybe they, they maybe they could just come to a point where they they don't feel like doing it anymore. Yeah, I, that, that's what I think too, right there. Dave wants I to mean, be with his grandkids. Yeah, some people just, sometimes you just want to retire. It's, it's you, You've done everything yeah. you can and at the end of the day, you say, what else can I do? You it know? just doesn't happen in rock music though. They're not the same way. I can't think of but any examples. in a examples. lot of instances, it should happen. I know, yeah, but it, yeah. it doesn't though. I'm, it what, definitely like, should happen. Any differently. I mean, <clears throat> Judas Priest retired and retired. Scorpions did the same. Ozzy. Yeah. Even Motley Crue. Uh, yeah. Motley Crue. Um, yes, how about Kiss's uh, tw- 27 yes. year farewell tale? So, They're adding another 100 dates to the Kiss. Unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. Um, it, it, it's it, like it, it, uh, everyone I, likes to really think that. Because like, Paul, when I saw Paul the last time, he told me that that was going to be it. I was never going to see him again. Oh. <laughs> but everyone likes to think that Iron Maiden have like all this integrity and they're going to be different and when the time eventually comes as we keep hearing when the time eventually comes when is that time going to come I don't know if it's ever going to come to be honest I don't know if anyone who has that much prospect even still into their 60s when people are offering you the headline slot at massive international festivals I don't know anyone who could turn that down I've never oh, seen yeah. an example of it in the past no. yeah. and to think that Iron Maiden are going to be the first band to turn down Vakken uh, I just can't see it happening. I just can't see them saying no when they, they could say yes. Know when to say when, because I don't want them to just, I don't want the stadium tour. So, yeah, so, I, yeah, I, I saw a documentary, um, like I was watching it tonight, actually. It's sort of like on Swedish uh, hard rock and heavy metal through the years. And it had, there's uh, Mickey D from Motorhead was featured and he was, because nowadays he plays with Scorpions. Right. And they had, they had some live clips from Scorpions. And I was like, oh my God, this does not sound good. Uh, the, uh, you know, because I haven't heard. I, I'm not a Scorpions fan by a stretch of imagination, but I, I've heard the songs enough times to know what the sh- what the what the. I know how the songs go, and like the vocals aren't there anymore, and you really wouldn't want to get to a point with Maiden that that's the case, where just this he can't do it anymore. But yeah, since we also this recent tour, I think we can all sort of agree that they're still doing it. There's, there's yeah, still, they're still. I think they're sounding better now than they have in years. But Bruce sounded woeful on Nights of the Dead, and they didn't retire then. No, yeah, that that's also, true. again, I think that I think that also was it was a product they, they released to the public to buy. They yeah, and it never was, have been released. It, it like they, you didn't not, see them going, oh shit! We and it wasn't a, it wasn't up to par. And I was disappointed that they <clears> didn't realize that this was not up to par. Yeah, that's the only sound... thing I've ne- that I haven't bought from Iron Maiden in all my years. I, I own everything good. else. You know, I got everything from the Soundhouse dates to Sinjitsu, and I don't have. That live album. I have three copies of it, and I don't ever listen to the damn thing because yeah. it just sounds it just yeah. sounds terrible. Like, if that's not this elusive example of oh, when the time comes, the time almost like to my ears, the time had almost come listening to that. But like you didn't see anybody making any rash decisions. They're like, okay, let's regroup. And then Bruce sounds amazing on this tour, but there was no guarantee he was going to. No, well, they, also, they, they tour so much smarter now. Like you know. When they had when they did the long tour, they had their plane. So they were they weren't spending, you know, extraneous amounts of time up in the air, you know, hotel to hotel. They, you know, the traveling was so much quicker. You know, they ne- they very rarely have two days in a row, 
you know, definitely, definitely don't have three days in a row. They just do things so much smarter now where back in the day, you know, it was just a machine, you know, every night, every night, every night, five out of, you know, sometimes six nights a week. And that's, and if you read, you know, Bruce's book, Mm -hmm. he talks about that. He talks about that, how that really did a number on everybody, you know? I mean, Metallica does it too, right? They have the two weeks on, two weeks off thing because they have families and they have, you know, whatever. And, you know, and they're, they're not getting any younger either. So it's, you know, I mean, you have to be smart about touring. You just, you can't be nobody, not everybody's Lemmy. Well, when you're a juggernaut, you have to, you know, like, you know, you know, I will, you know, our bands are juggernaut, you know, they, they, they're all very wealthy. They don't have to do these small bands. They have to, they don't make money anymore. You have to tour. You know, Maiden doesn't really have to tour extensively to, you know, remain wealthy. What I, what I think happened with the Knights of the Dead is, oh, no, I'm sort of, also, first off, this is, this is sort of ridiculous. When I when I got that album, it it, it kind of gave me a bit of like a, I, I almost had like a sort of minor kind of like a fucking anxiety attack around the album because I was right, you know, in the middle of COVID, stuff was horrible. Nothing was the way it was supposed to be. And I bought the album <laughs> like, fucking hell, Iron Maiden are not even Iron Maiden anymore. And that this that was yeah. a horrible feeling. But, you know, as it turns out, if you, we've talked about it quite a bit in, on Maiden A to Z, you know, apparently he was, he just had a cold right before, and they were also record, record for some reason recording this on a place where the elevation is insane. So, you know, but I think that that's that's largely what was going on. Yeah. It's so weird because I I was at the show right before that show in San Antonio, and he didn't sound like that. No, yeah. My point is though, they never should have released it because it didn't they sound had, good right. enough. Yeah, right. right. And didn't they have other like? The, I mean, don't, always recording. They couldn't find like a better. I get that, you know, Mexico City and the crowd and blah, 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 blah. But you couldn't yeah. find like a better recording to pick from. Here, they yeah. could have asked me for my phone footage from Belfast in 2018. <laughs> also, I mean, Melissa, you said it right there. You said that they also, the, the crowd in Mexico City was very, but the, 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 even the sort of the, the audience sound is really weirdly mixed. So it's not a good product. But I mean, it's way better than. Like the, the some of the live albums they released during the you know, 90s there. A real dead one, right? Yeah. Real dead one is um that's a that's questionable as well. That's one of the <laughs> ones I have. I'll probably <laughs> I've had the chance to buy it a couple of times, but you know it's it's insanely overpriced because it's very rare because it doesn't really show up that often. But like, why mm-hmm. am I going to pay you know like two hundred bucks for something I'm never really going to listen to? Because not it was not a, not a good recording for completion. No. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was just going to say as a completist, right? Yeah. You have that one, Ralph, don't you? Do you have a yeah. one? I mean, that, that's like good nostalgia, but there's no one. Um, it's just pieces. It's not really a, there's no flow to it. It's just songs mm. to me. No way. Good you know, artwork on that, though, actually. I really like that artwork. Oh, yeah, that, that is true. It's about the yeah, the artwork thing. is good. I mean, you buy it and put it on your wall. You don't have to listen to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think, well, I mean, it'll be, it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sort of uh, curious to see when they start dropping some more uh, dates you know, uh, for next summer, because it's not just going to be the one, I imagine. And I would hope not. No, actually, Eric, not. didn't you say there was numbers in the video? If you paused it, at the yes, there were. Two, two, two. Right, yeah. there was that two, 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 and then there was something else. I think there was some. I, I think I hold on. I can probably find it. So that's probably some kind of. There's no reason. There's no way that's just you know, completely random. Let's see. I, that's know, not in there by accident. Yeah, no, they, they, they don't do anything by accident. I mean, anything. you definitely know that they don't do anything by accident. That's true. Yeah, so it, it was uh, so the numbers and uh, probably up here first there's CCC 222 GGG QQQ and CCC. So, was there three 
less than symbols or did you mean to put it's, it's, yeah there were those there. yes less yeah. yes yeah that is definitely something that somebody has to unlock because there's, there's i think that's a, cl a clue there <laughs> not me i'm not a mathematician no, not, but yeah i mean <laughs> somebody, somebody will some maiden geek on the forum will yeah i mean i'm hoping that they're going to do next you know next summer um we're hoping Virgil and i are hoping for a dublin date absolutely if that happens i will come over for that yeah rob's gonna come over too rob's, like, not, yeah, rob's not opposed to going to dublin i didn't get a chance to see uh how beautiful ireland is you know i just saw the hotel in Belsonic. that was it Oh yeah. Yeah, we didn't even get to see you in Belsonic because I mean, well, we saw. Well, the Norwegians stayed at my place, so but you know, at our hotel, so we saw the Norwegians, but we didn't get to see you. Yeah, we were waiting for our friends to get in because we had the um Joe and Steve to you know they went separate than us. So it was just, yeah, a little bit of a clusterfuck. And then yeah. you guys went to a different bar after, and it was just like a whole big mess. Because I, I, I kept telling Ralph, you got to meet Fergal, and I kept telling Fergal, you got to meet Ralph. Yeah. And so at some point, well, you're meeting now, but at some point yep. you'll meet in real life. Absolutely. I and we're all going to Sweden in January for oh. uh, <laughs> year two of uh, yeah, Name I mean, Z. Again, I'll, I'll hopefully have some more news about that very soon. Um, uh, yeah, November just doesn't work for me, man. It won't, it won't be November either way, though. It, won't, it might be December, <laughs> but it won't be November. De December's dicey as well, but yeah, well. January is better for me. Yeah. Just, I'll, just I'll, saying. All right, okay, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> I have a right everybody's gonna be like oh well this doesn't work for melissa yeah <laughs> all right gentlemen i super late across the pond thank you so much for joining us fergal and eric fergal you want to tell everybody where they can find you yeah sure i have a podcast called feck and metal you can find it anywhere you can find podcasts eric Thanks. you're up you can find a maiden a to z on all sort of pl podcast platforms uh, I have a new podcast hopefully coming out uh, sometime uh, this fall called The Mixtape Club. There's a pilot episode available on Spotify. And yeah. What is that going to be about? It's uh, it's basically I have guests who come in and there's a theme and we sort of all put together like a, a playlist and we go through it and just talk about it. What, nice. when, are, when are we going to do a Doctor Who podcast? Oh, that we got. Yeah, we got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time to do my own, my one podcast, let alone. You guys that's doing sort of, two, yeah. three, four podcasts. I don't it's, know. That's a that's a thing, isn't it? Because you know, do a, a Doctor Who podcast, and I'll guest I'll guest appear on it a few times. All right, I'll, I'll try to pull, I'll try to figure that out. <laughs> Gotta pull that together, <laughs> Ralph. Yep. Um, you can find me. I'm hanging on Melissa's coattails. That's about it. But um, it's a pleasure <laughs> meeting you guys, man. It's good to have um blood brothers everywhere. We could go, man, and I can't wait to see you uh, somewhere on on tour. Ah, ah boom somewhere on tour there you go <laughs> there you go all right it's been Sound fun guys thank you yep. so much for jumping on thanks melissa Sounds good, thanks, guys. Bye. Everyone. Right. nice to meet you ralph yes you too. Guys. thanks right. Bye. see you later Bye.